that's the thing with mind reading. We make these assumptions without actually having the evidence that supports it. So this is different than reading somebody's body language and then making these assumptions, which again, they could be wrong. Those assumptions could be wrong and they could lead you to feeling some, have some negative reactions, but certainly check them out. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Mind reading is one of the thinking errors that can create all kinds of havoc in our minds and make us feel bad, make us, you know, create some negative emotions and also can stop us from living the life that we want to live. So we definitely want to be aware of when mind, when we are mind reading. So what is mind reading? It is it involves making assumptions about what other people are thinking or about other people's intentions. And these assumptions lead us to feel all sorts of negative emotions and can prevent us from doing what we want to do. And so, for example, I'm going to give some examples of when we would mind read or what this might look like. So if you, if your, if your birthday's coming up, which mine is, mine will be on Monday, but if your birthday's coming up and instead of just telling your husband what you want, you drop some hints. And then when he does it, or you might not even drop some hints, you might just say, we've been together so long, he should know me, you know, this is all my read. This is making some assumptions when he doesn't get you what you want. And then you put some meaning behind that or you think like oh he doesn't love me or you get up you get mad because he didn't get he wasn't able to um get the hints that you might have been dropping or you might not have been dropping right men men tend to need things spelled out to them and so if you're making you make assumptions about what was the meaning behind him not getting you what you wanted for your birthday or this is this might look like where you spend all weekend or all week running around trying to get ready for a weekend getaway and then Thursday night comes and you know that dinner has to be made and you get you freak out at your family because nobody has stepped up to cook dinner. I have done this before, right? And it does take me back. Like I do have to step back and, and say, like, well, what's going on? Why did I get so upset? And I was making assumptions that everybody, you know, knew that dinner needed to be made, which 
I mean, that's facts. Like dinner time comes around, people should know that it's dinner time. But like, they might not have been hungry. They might have been preoccupied doing other things. But instead of just being assertive and saying, and maybe delegating and asking somebody to cook dinner, like letting them know like that this has to be, this has to happen. Instead, I just get, you just get upset. I say I, because this has happened to me. You get upset um, because you've made some assumptions that they, they, they know that you are stressed out and that they know that you are thinking of these things. Um, this looks like um, if you've ever, you know, run into a meeting at night or not at night, you run into a meeting and you relate. And then the rest of the day, you assume that everybody is thinking badly of you. I've done an episode before about, um, I'm not really sure what it was called, like stop stop caring what people think or something like that. Think of you, not stop caring what people think, stop caring what people think of you. And I've, when I did that, I talked about um, like, people don't care as much as you think they do. People have their own problems, their own focus, like what they're talking, what they're focusing on. They're not thinking of you as much as you think they are. Like they're not focused on you as much as you think they are. And so when you are late for a meeting and the rest of the day, like you're you're in this like reactive state where you think that everybody is upset with you or mad at you or like think poorly of you. And it's just not so, right? And that's the thing with mind reading. We make these assumptions without actually having the evidence that supports it. So this is different than reading somebody's body language and then making these assumptions, which again, they could be wrong. Those assumptions could be wrong and they could lead you to feeling some, have some negative reactions, but certainly check them out, right? Like this is different than if you tell somebody a story and it's, a, and they are acting surprised, like their facial expressions, you know, their gestures are suggesting surprise, the chances are pretty high that they are surprised at the story, especially if it is like a story that evokes that certain emotion. And so mind reading is making the assumptions without actually having the uh, any evidence whatsoever that would support the thought that you're having. If you have any questions about this, definitely let me know. If you're watching this in replay, if you're here in the group and you're watching this in replay, let me know that as well. Definitely want this to be a conversation. And so let me know your examples. When I'm talking about these mind reading examples, are there times when you recognize or you, or you suspect that you have, um, that mind reading has played a role in your thoughts and have led to some negative response on your part? We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life, but sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. So, how do you? stop mind reading. The number one thing, just like anything, is that awareness piece, becoming more self-aware, making a space 
in your day to reflect on different situations that have happened that mind reading may have played a role or any of the thinking disorders. There's definitely, there's, there's a variety of other thinking orders that play roles in your thoughts and skew them more on the irrational side rather than the rational side. And some examples are like um, jumping to conclusions, all or nothing thinking, getting caught up in the shoulds. These are some of the things that we talk about in the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program. We start recognizing and identifying the thinking orders that are playing a role in making your mean girl say different things, right? The thoughts that you're having, what, what distortions are playing a role. Recognizing that you are mind reading. Once you make that space in your day to look back and reflect on the situations that are happening, start identifying, like start seeing if you have in fact been making some assumptions and then dissecting that thought. Like what is going on? What are you thinking? What reaction are you experiencing or having that can, it can help you see the holes in your logic when you take the time to, to stop and reflect on the situations and then examine any evidence. Have they acted this otherwise, right? Like say, let's go back to that example of, you know, your husband doesn't get you what you want for your birthday. And you start, you know, the, the line of thinking is maybe you get to point like, oh, he doesn't love me because he didn't get, he didn't know what I wanted for my birthday. And let's look at the facts. Let's look at the evidence that suggests, does he love you? And I'm sure you would be able to find other examples throughout your relationship, the time you've been in a relationship with him, that's going to negate that assumption. That's going to support the fact that he does love you. And it's going to start, that's going to help you start seeing these holes in, the, in your logic. And then challenge the thought. What is a more realistic thought that you could have had that would have been more helpful and served you better? And then checking it out, talking to your partner or your family or whoever it is that you are making these assumptions. You know, if you're, if it's your coworkers and you're late for the meeting or whatever, like check it out, like ask somebody, get curious and have conversations because the more you do that, the more you start negating those thoughts that you're having, the more they're going to show up in the moment, you'll be able to, to counteract those thoughts in the moment. It takes time and it takes practice to be able to do it in the moment, but you have to create that space in your day to reflect, to do some self-reflection. And remember, our thoughts are creating, are leading or stemming to those emotions that you're feeling, but they're also stemming from the beliefs that you hold. So the more you take the time to reflect and challenge the thoughts that you're having, the faster those beliefs are going to start shifting because you have beliefs. There are things that you believe about yourself, about others, about the world, about being a mom that aren't, aren't true and they're not serving you. And so we want to start shifting towards those beliefs that are going to serve you. So like I mentioned, the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program, we dive all into not just mind reading, but all of the other thinking errors that are playing a role in your thoughts. 
that are making you feel less than fulfilled, that are making you feel that you are not enough, that you're struggling with like compare game or perfectionism and people pleasing and like all of these behaviors and thought patterns that are stopping you from living your best life, we dive into in the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program. So I'm going to go ahead and throw the link to that in the comment section of this video. Or if you're listening to this on podcast, it'll be in the show notes of the of today's episode. Check it out. Get in touch with me if you have any questions. If you're on the fence and you're wondering if this program is for you, please reach out to me. I want to help you make a good decision, one that's right for you. And then two other things I want to mention is one is the Banish the Banish Clutter Bootcamp that's happening right now inside the Moms Without Capes Facebook group. And we are decluttering our houses. I jumped right in and I'm doing it as well. But this week we are on, um, if you're listening to this in the group, because it's playing this week, we are working on our master, our main bathroom. And there's some ideas in the comments that are really awesome ideas about what you can do with the stuff that you're getting rid of. And so check that out. If you're following along and you've been decluttering your house, be sure you're commenting, you know, letting us know that you're, you're in it with us and encourage one another. I know some days are harder than others. I'm just saying 15 minutes. That's all you need to get 15 minutes. And you will notice a difference in, in your house, but clutter can have such a toll on your emotional and your physical well-being. And so that's one of the reasons why we're doing this in the Moms Without Caves Facebook group is to help you, you know, we're all about improving your, your well-being. So jump in. You could do one day or you could do all 30, but whatever you do, it'll be worth it. And then the second thing I want to mention is I'm going to try it again, the Moms Without Capes book club. I've tried it a few other times and nobody seems interested, but I really want to get this book club going. I don't know. I think right now we're going to just focus on like some personal development books. That's the genre I've been like devouring. And what it's, what I'm thinking it's going to look like is we're going to do a book a month and I want you to get in there and vote. What is your best time to meet? Because I want to meet through a Zoom call. And we will discuss the book, like I'll have the, the questions and everything, like discussion questions, and we'll just meet once a month. But I want to know what's the best time of the day for you to meet. And then second, what book do you vote on? I threw four books in there. Um, they're up in a poll. Check out the featured section up there for the first post, and that'll lead you to the second post. But I want you to have a say in this because I really want this book club to go. So... I keep trying because I'm like, I love reading. And I know there's so many of you that love reading in here. And I devour books. Like I go through them and I don't even really take the time to like implement or process them. And I've been in book clubs before, book clubs actually in mom groups. And they're so valuable. And I got so much out of it and enjoyed it so much that I know that it's it's such a great thing, right? A book club. And so I really want to get one going. I'm hoping this one will stick. Um, last time, the last few times, it just didn't seem to stick. So jump in there, take a vote. Let's get this book club starting. I'm looking for it to start in September. So let's get this going. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes. So send me a DM and let me know. 
And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.